the nashville daily podcast on today's music monday episode joining me in studio today is the ob i think i said that right river band and uh, you guys came all the way from crossville tennessee nice what hour and a half drive to nashville so how was that how was that drive into nashville dallas was driving it was it was (laughs) was great let's just say it was exciting (laughs) (laughs) it might be interesting yeah uh so how long has the band been a band Oh, we're going on two years, three uh, years. But the years. fall of 2018, we mm-hmm. decided at that point. Yeah. We were playing together a little bit with uh, another group. The three of us were part of a, a five-piece group and playing a little bit. But um, we decided to become a band. We didn't have a name even. We'll tell the guys. The guys will tell you a little bit about the name. But mm-hmm. we became a band, decided that we would be a a band and a recording group, you know, mm-hmm. we're an original band mm-hmm. in the fall of uh, 2018. Mm-hmm. So that event coming up this month, we're actually celebrating our three years together as a band. Yeah. So Yeah, well, we'll talk about this event here soon. Uh, so the OB, I think I said it right, that's that's a river, right? Yes. Or, right. So that's found near Crossville. Yes. And so where did you get the origin of your the band name? Well, actually, we was looking for a name for the band, and Dallas come in with a whole list. And that's what, what, get, what were some of the other names on the, the list? You know, I should have brought some of those with me. <laughs> a lot of we that. had some pretty good ones. Uh, you know, I I'm going to give you a little history about Dallas. Okay. <laughs> now, he, he is one of those guys, when he does something, he goes all out. The first song he wrote for us to come in to put the music was uh, three pages long. <laughs> so uh, I'm just saying. But anyway, he come in with this, this list. Like Beethoven type stuff. Uh, yes, yeah. really. But he come in with this list, and we looked at it. And, of course, me and Trent, was, we raised up on the Obie River. You'll hear, if you mm-hmm. ever hear some of our songs, one of them, the title of it's Obie River. Yeah. So uh, when we seen that name on there, which he had just – went across it on the bridge on I-40. So we seen that name, and Trent just jumped all over that. Same hey, let's... Yeah. And the name itself, it's actually the Obed River. Okay. But I know you guys have probably had street signs for years. In Crossville, we didn't. Okay. There's yeah, no... Yeah. There was no names on these bridges. There's okay. no names on the roads. And all the old-timers there called it the Obie. Okay. So that's what we growed up. No yeah, we had no idea that it was actually named Obed River. Mm-hmm. We called it the Obie, so that's where the name of the group come from. We almost settled on a name. and I, I come from a little outside of Crossville down to our studio on 127. Okay. And twice a week, we you know, one night a week we're recording, another night we're rehearsing, but... I was coming down, and we were struggling. You know what happens when you're trying to get a name? Friends and relatives, everybody's calling you. Why don't you do name it this? Mm-hmm. My wife, she had a whole list for us, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And we narrowed it down to what, five or six songs mm-hmm. or names. Yeah. And um, 
I come, I was coming down. I thought, must we got to get this settled, you know? Mm-hmm. So we got our name out and get it trademarked and everything. We can move on. And I come over the Obi River yeah. every week, twice, you know, coming to the studio. And I'm coming down. I saw the sign, and the reason I saw the sign, it had been hit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Somebody ran into it. It was bent over, and I thought. Oh, OB, Obed, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I called it Obed. Mm-hmm. And I wrote it down on my notebook, and I came in, and we were talking a little bit about it. And when I said, guys, I got another one, mm-hmm. Steve says, oh, no, not another one. <laughs> Here we go again, you know. And I said, what about Obed River Band? Mm-hmm. And they just lit up. Oh, yeah. Because I always it, said we'd, when we heard one, that was supposed to be it. We, we'd know, know it. Yeah. yeah. And that, that was it. It was either that or the Saigon Bailey Boys. And yeah. <laughs> that one's so, that one yeah. pretty fine, too. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Uh, what are the fishing spots like down on that river? Oh, there's several. There's a lot of good fishing in it. Okay. Yeah. It's just anywhere it flows, just if you've got a place to park, go and throw a few times. You'll, What's you'll like catch the up. most common fish? Smallmouth. Okay, smallmouth. Okay. Yes. Red eye. Red eye. Okay, yeah. very cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what type of genre would you guys classify yourself as a band? <laughs> I call I call it folk rock. Folk rock? But it's country. I mean, we've got mandolin, fiddle, and then we've got songs that's all electric guitars. I mean, yeah. we play music that we enjoy playing. Mm-hmm. So really a genre. I don't even know if you could put one on us. Mm-hmm. I, get, I get the question asked a lot, you know, doing the marketing. I... What kind of music? You Actually, it's Ob River music. It's yeah. Ob River yeah. music. Okay. We're different, and uh, it is. You know, you got a Motown drummer. You got the diversity of the musicians that we have, and uh, our lead guitar players was born in Louisville, but I guess he's lived in this area in Crossville for quite a yes, several years. Yeah, but he's played with some of the Nashville folks, and he he played with a rock band, you know, and. Uh, but the music that Steve writes, Steve writes most of our songs, and Trent mm-hmm. and I contribute, and we've got a uh, five-piece band with four songwriters. That's cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But the music... Do you guys have a lot of, like, is it a lot of collaboration, or is it more, hey, I, I think this song should go this way? What's that experience like having four songwriters? Well, what we normally do is, is whoever has wrote the song will bring it in, and we just kind of sat down as a group. And, and and we'll either add to or take away, and uh, and re, even reword stuff sometimes, and and just put it together till it feels really good, and we all are in agreement on it, you know. And uh, it's just it's got to it's got to flow good, and it's got to be got to be our sound. We're all of our music is different. That's one thing that we all agreed on was not to just have the old traditional stuff, which there's nothing wrong with that. I like that myself. But we can do a two-step song, we can do a rocking song, and just have so many different types of songs. That that's what we're about, you know. That that makes the group what it is, I believe. Yeah. So it's all on your uh, your website. You guys do a lot of weddings, or you guys mm-hmm. are available for weddings. Yes. Uh, so did you guys set out to do like be it that wedding band type situation? No, not at all. Mm-hmm. Not at all. That just happened. We've done a couple of weddings, and fortunately, we got some good reviews. But Mm-hmm. I think some music, you know. Yeah. We, we're doing that and just kind of going out. Primarily, I would say we're a recording band. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, Steve writes a song a day, you know what I mean? He, 
he comes in with a lot of music. And, uh, over the last three albums, we're working on our third album in okay. our third year, um, and we decided early on we'd put ten songs on an album. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is our third album. Uh, and I looked uh, just the other day because we're going to be uh, doing some work with this, with the uh, mixing and so forth. And I noticed Steve had written 16 of the songs oh, wow. <laughs> out of the three albums. Yeah. So he, he produces an awful yeah. lot. I like his process, the way mm-hmm. Steve will come in, pick up his guitar and say, what do you boys think of this? And we just, where did you come up with that, yeah. you know? Yeah. So let's talk about a little bit about the history of your individual music careers and where you've been. So you, mm-hmm. before we starting the podcast, you were talking about how you were a Motown drummer. So what's the yeah. history of, yeah. the, of that? I come from a musical family, actually. I had an uncle who was a professional, had a band, and I got a chance as a, just a young boy, five, six, seven years old. The, the family parties would get together, and uh, the music would begin, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I always wanted to play guitar. My uncle mm-hmm. took me to Detroit to some of the swap shops and things, you know, and pawn shops and everything else. Get me, he kept telling me, he says, you're not going to be a guitar player. <laughs> well, I wanted to be a guitar player. <laughs> Old Dwayne Eddy, remember yeah. that name? Yeah. Uh, I had an album, I wore that thing out. I wanted to play just like Dwayne Eddy. So he took me to get me a guitar. And then one of the family parties one day, we're starting to play, and another one of my uncles said, put that guitar down, come on over here. <laughs> you know, I'm beating on the table. <laughs> yeah. He said, you're a drummer. Mm-hmm. And they end up getting me some drums and... Uh, that got it started. Mm-hmm. Uh, I went on to um, play in the orchestra in uh, junior high and high school and uh, was in the all-league band in the state. Uh, ended up playing a little bit with the Detroit Symphony, which was oh, that's important. Fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm a, I had to learn how to read the music and the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I really got lucky with a young man. His name was Skip. I don't remember Skip's last name. But every day after school... My dad passed away when I was 13, and so I buried myself into the music. Mm -hmm. And Skip recognized that I had some abilities, and he said, after school, come back to the music room, and I'm going to teach you all the rudiments, and I'm going to teach you how to hold your hands and sticks properly. Yep. And I, I did, and I mean, just learned all that and... Got to know some of the greats at that time, mm-hmm. Joe Morello and some of the greats. I just followed around all the great drummers I could. Yep. Uh, ended up becoming a fairly decent drummer in mm-hmm. the city of Detroit, very flexible. So that was it. And I worked with, uh, grew up with guys like Bob Seeger, okay. Alice Cooper in our town, of course, mm-hmm. Grand Funk Railroad. Yeah, yeah. And we had all that, you know, after the Motown mm-hmm. artists were. Uh, didn't get to play with Smokey or anybody like that, but I did get to play with a lot of them. Mm-hmm. They were in our school. They were in our hallway. I get between classes. I'd go out, and the doo-oppers were singing and oh, very cool. playing the guitars. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was yeah. if you didn't play some kind of instrument, you just didn't get along with everybody. Yeah, you know? very cool. Steve, how about your story? My story is I come from a family that they all played. Okay. Mom played really good rhythm guitar. Dad played guitar and mandolin and could really sing. Uh, it It's always been a part of me. Never did take it very seriously until mm-hmm. my son was born. And it kind of slowed us down a little bit. Yeah. 
and I really started working on the guitar, and I found out everybody played guitar, so I bought me a mandolin and went to learn to play it, and uh, I always loved a fiddle. Yeah. So it went long after I learned to play the mandolin that I bought me a fiddle and started working on that. It almost caused a divorce, but I made it through that. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I, I guess that's what I enjoy playing. Yeah. My and my history of music's bluegrass. Actually, mm-hmm. I mean that's what my daddy played, uh, and I've I've been in several bluegrass bands through the years. Have you done steel guitar as well? I, I don't play steel guitar. Okay, never never tried to. Mm-hmm. But uh, that's that's where my pies come from. Was okay. was a bluegrass, and I think maybe it helps in the songwriting and the way I structure songs out. I mean yeah. the the way the mm-hmm. tunes go. I think that's what keeps us from being really country or really rock and roll. Mm-hmm. I mean, the songs that I write because uh, I like the folky sound of things, yeah. I guess. Yeah. So that's that's my history. Me and Trent was in actually in a gospel group for about seven years together. Okay. We cool. traveled around, and uh, me and him's been friends since we was. And well, we can't remember when <laughs> we became friends. No. Uh, so we, we've been partners in this for a long time now. Very cool. Yeah. Trent, yeah. what's your story? When I was probably 12, Mom showed me a G chord on a guitar. Okay. And uh, and I just, uh, when I was a teenager, I'd sit down and sing to the girls, you know, and that that would get you the girlfriends, you know. And then after that, uh, I met my wife and stuff and uh, started having kids, and that slowed everything down. You know, you got to make a living. Yep. And... uh. And it just, I don't know, in the last few years, we really enjoyed the gospel group. And uh, the Lord really blessed us just immensely. And uh, and I, I want to give him all the glory for anything that we ever accomplish. Mm-hmm. Uh, because without him, we're nothing, yep. you know. And uh, and it just, uh, we, we played in bands together for years and years. And just always had fun at it and... And we decided to make a go of it. My wife said, honey, you're not getting any younger. If you're going to try it, you better try it now. Mm-hmm. So, so we did, and, and we've just had a ball doing it ever since, you know, and just just really enjoyed being together and, and uh, all the, the fellowship that we have and stuff. And it just, we have a great time. We have a great time doing it. Very cool. So your third album's coming out. Uh, when yes. is the release date for your third album? Well, if we could quit playing the, the shows, right? We <laughs> yeah. got a busy month going on. We got three yeah. shows this month. Okay. Yeah. Kind of slowed us. How many have we got in the can now? Five. Uh, I believe five that we've got done. We got five more together. It's been so long since we've we have done been. it. I can't okay. remember. We got mm-hmm. the 10 songs lined up. Yeah. And one thing I'll add to our music there's nothing that we do that I'd be ashamed to play mm-hmm. in front of our preacher. Yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, good, clean music. Yep. Yeah. And that's what we strive to do. Mm-hmm. I, I think we've got like seven songs laid down, not finished, but okay. laid down. Yeah. Uh, so it, it's going to take us another month or two probably to get it out. All right, fair I'm thinking. We were thinking. shooting for the fall, but it's probably going to be. Yeah. <laughs> yeah the fall's bad. done fail. <laughs> it's, uh, <laughs> this album's called Red, White, and Blue. Okay. And originally we had come up with the idea. Third Time's a Charm was the... I'd actually designed a label for it, uh-huh. a cover for it. And Steve wrote a song called Southern Wind. And okay. I, I wrote a song called Love in the USA. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And we got our lead guitar player, Dwayne, has uh, worked up a, I think, a phenomenal guitar mm-hmm. uh, song. Yeah, you yeah. Know, it, he rips it, and he's singing. He's going to sing this one. He's going to take lead on it. Mm-hmm. And we were rehearsing. We were practicing, getting okay. ready for a show. And I, I get done playing. We were get done playing, and uh, we did Love in the USA and then Steve's song. And I mm-hmm. said to Trent, we took a break, and I said, Trent, we need to change the title of this next album. Mm-hmm. These songs are pretty patriotic. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I said, what do you think of Red, White, and Blue? Mm-hmm. And I'll come up with a flag. And yeah. Thought it was yeah, a good idea. He, he come in with a, with a CD cover, and I said, that, I mean, cold chills just yeah, yeah. went all. I said, man, that's, uh, that's awesome. That's, that's real. When you can touch people uh, with songs... And stuff. It it's a special feeling, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, uh, Steve wrote a song called "You Completed Me," oh, yeah. and uh, that was our first release. And uh, he's received three awards. Three awards, already. yeah, for songwriters for this. And and it's a it's a really good song, and uh, it just touches people, yep. you know. And and uh, we, we've got a new thing now. Uh, our bass player Kevin White. He uh he's got a really strong bass voice. Okay. And uh and we're really looking forward to to having a different sound because when you, you get a good bass singer, oh yeah, it it changes a lot. It gives oh, you yeah. a different sound. So we're really excited about Kevin being with us, especially if the folk, yeah, bluegrass oh, yeah. type yeah. experience. So you have, uh, you have three shows over the next month. Uh, where can people come see you guys perform? Take yeah. that one down. Well, this yeah. month, of course, we've got. Next, not this Saturday, but the following Saturday, we're going to be, uh, there's a church in Crab Orchard, okay. Tennessee, off of uh, the expressway there, that has about five acres, and every year they have a fall festival. Mm-hmm. The cruisers come, and all the arts and crafts, yeah. and they built outside a theater. It's called the Back Porch Theater. Oh, that's it's a great outside. name. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. kind of like something you'd see over here in Nashville, anywhere. And uh, we're going to be playing there. Uh, our show will be on at 4 o'clock um, next Saturday at the Fall Festival. Mm-hmm. Last time we had the festival there that we played there, there was over 1,000 people came. Oh, wow, well, that's great. Yeah. 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 And then uh, on the 30th, the last Saturday of the month, we'll be at Buck Creek Ranch. That's where uh, we're videotaping for our YouTube channel and mm-hmm. all the mm-hmm. streaming. Yeah. Well, what, what is Buck Creek Ranch? I've never heard of it until today. Oh, Trent, tell them about the ranch. This well, is... Tom Pelfrey uh, owns this okay. piece of land, and, man, it's it's just beautiful. How big is the, Tom's house? 23,000 square feet. 23,000 square foot. Yeah, that's big. Large he's got a home. few bathrooms. And <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, and uh, he's got a barn out there. That okay. they, they're like a wedding venue, and uh, and also we play out there uh we have all summer once a month. Oh wow! And, okay. Uh, and it's a it's a fabulous place. Good place to good clean place. There's no alcohol allowed, and, mm-hmm. and these kids running around. I mean, we just have a ball out there. So. And when he says barn, get barn out of your head. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Because the it's the beautiful. yeah the wedding the place where they hold the weddings and this things probably what do you say. Uh, Twelve hundred square feet, thirteen hundred square feet. The room, the room. Yeah, yeah. at least we yeah. can put a hundred people with big tables. Okay, with Even a so. giant Tennessee stone yeah. fireplace. Oh, that's great. Then yeah. overhead, it's got a probably a 
1,500 square foot apartment. Oh, that's uh-huh. Steve. That's 5,000 square feet. Oh, is it 5,000? Yeah. Okay. Not Four bedrooms. With a dance hall. We're going to put Caleb that's beautiful. up there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's yeah. cool. Caleb yeah. and Greg going to get to stay there. Yeah. Right yeah. There. Beautiful yeah. place. Beautiful place. He yeah. also said there's a, a little dance hall. Yeah, the and barn. beside the apartment upstairs. Okay. So are they, are they doing like barn dances and stuff? Or well, I really don't know. Well, they, they could. They okay. do. There's a lot of different events go on out there. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's 1,500 acre uh, farm right there in Crossville, yeah. off of Highway 68. Okay. Mm-hmm. Beautiful place, and took 10 years to build the yeah. barn and the house. Oh, that's incredible! Mm-hmm. So it's uh, your show is October 30th. Uh, it starts at 6 p.m. to 8.30, and there's also going to be uh, some snacks and food there. So yeah. any, like, local vendors are going to be there from Crossville? No. What we're, our whole idea is to videotape so that we can get our band and, and friends, mm-hmm. uh, like Caleb, and we've got Steve Lewis, a friend of uh, yeah. Trent and Steve's. That, mm-hmm. He's a karaoke singer, but this okay. guy is fantastic. Yes, he's really good. We're going to try to get the world to get to know some of these okay. folks. Yeah, you yeah. Know? Mm-hmm. So that was the idea, and then also promote some of the local um, restaurants, okay. businesses, really promote Crossville because we feel we're the Crossville band. You know, okay. this is yep. uh, mm-hmm. we're a Crossville yeah. born and bred band, and mm-hmm. loyal to the city, and that's what we're all about there. And, We've got our first, uh, it's about a 36-minute show. We've got that on YouTube, so okay. people can go there. Just mm-hmm. go to the OB, the OB River Band and uh, plug it in, and you'll get to see the ranch mm-hmm. and yeah. one of our shows. Very cool. Where can, other, uh, where can other people follow you on other social media platforms as well? All of them. Uh, we're, uh, we signed with CD Baby, so we're on all their 150-plus partners. Oh, wow, that's great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. iTunes, Deezer, TikTok, yeah. all of them. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the idea is, uh, like Mike Barker says, make sure your music is available to everyone everywhere. Yep. So yeah. we know not everybody's going to like our music. Uh, we don't need everybody to like our that's music, true. do we? <laughs> yep. There's literally billions of people out there, so we're we're streaming, and it's a new day, uh, you know, guys at our age, we don't want to tour too much if yeah, yeah. we can help it. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, so we went that route. Yeah. yeah. Well, guys, thank you for driving in from Crossville and uh, mm-hmm. coming here in the studio. Uh, what song would you guys like to close with? Uh, let's do You Completed Me. And again, thanks for having us. Yeah. Yes. Uh, let's just give a little quick history of that song real quick, if you don't mind. Uh, what's the history of You Completed Me? That song, I had the ideal for this song. And uh, I won't mention any names, but uh, there's a lady up at Crossville. Her husband had uh, gotten killed. And when it did, I sat down and wrote this song when it happened. And uh, I think I think it's kind of telling people uh, you really need to look at what you've got because you may not have it forever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. So that's where that's come from. Yeah. All right, well, First time we, uh, we played it, uh, we have a gentleman that's uh, uh, friends with Phil Gibbons, the Hall of Fame broadcaster. His name's Alan Snow, and Alan hosts our show at the ranch. Uh, he was visiting one mm-hmm. of our practice sessions. Okay. Steve says, uh, or Trent said, we got a new song Steve wrote. Uh, we're going to play it for you, see what you think. We played that song, and uh, 
Alan got all choked up. He tears coming down his eyes, and guys didn't know it, but uh, Alan had lost his wife uh, just a couple of years. Well, I believe it's the six-year anniversary. It was a six-year anniversary. Yeah, wow. it was that day actually. That mm. day, and we we didn't know it. You yeah. Know, so. And he had to get up and leave. It 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 caught him. You know, it just uh, struck him. Mm. And uh, I called him later. I said, "You all right? Um, what about the song?" I said, "I love the song. Mm. Don't change it." He said, "That that song needs to be." Everybody needs to know. They need to hear this song. Mm-hmm. But he said it. Um, it just. I could see my wife. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Like well, sun comes up in the morning. Like the stars come out at night. When I'm in my darkest hour. Your love came and shone its light And here I am again All alone I'm not myself when you're gone And you completed me
me.